How is everybody this morning? Welcome to Family Day at Gap Hill. How are y'all? Let's stand together. Have you come to bless the Lord today, church? Have you come to give Him glory? Put our hands together.
heaven sounds like. We praise you, we praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you, we praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you, we praise you.
South Carolina Church of God Youth Camp begins in a couple weeks. There's registrations in the foyer, the forms, if you would like to grab one of those. Or you can go online to register your child. If you have any questions, Ann and David, Barnhart, or either Dylan and Hillary, depending on which group they're in, just ask your leaders and they'll be able to help you with that. Also, VBS is coming up. I'm excited about that. It's on July 17th through 20th. So if you have... Uh, grandkids, even if they don't come to this church, guess what? Bring them that week and let them be a part of that. It's really fun. I just know sometimes we get dunking tanks and all kinds of stuff. I've been the person in the dunking tank before, so it's really, really fun. We have a blast, and so you don't want to miss that. Uh, Ann and David and the team always, always do a good job getting that ready for us. If you have your Bibles this morning, Matthew chapter 21. I want to speak on a subject entitled, The Dove Brings the Anointing. The Dove Brings the Anointing. How many of you still believe in the Holy Ghost? Does anybody in this field believe in the Holy Ghost and a mighty burning fire? I'm talking about the genuine. I'm not talking about a fake. I'm not talking about something that's made up. I'm talking about a genuine moving of the Holy Spirit in our lives this morning. So I want us to go to Matthew 21. You've probably read this scripture before. Then Jesus went into the temple of God. He drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold the doves. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 21, there is a very interesting story. We think of Jesus being meek and mild, and he is the Lamb of God. 
But I want somebody to know that he's coming back as the lion of the tribe of Judah. He may be meek, he may be mild, he may be merciful, he may be patient. But understand that there's a roaring lion that's going to come back. And there are times that God is gentle with us and he is meek and he is mild. And in our text today, we see that Jesus was getting angry. And, and Jesus, who is the meek and mild one, the guy that says, turn the other cheek. The guy that says to them, if, if you want to go, if a man asks for your coat, give him everything you got. Just cover him all the way. Don't let him leave cold. We've got a guy here that everything he's ever done, everything he's ever preached, has always brought peace because he is the Prince of Peace. But I want to tell you something about Jesus today. If you want to make him mad, you mess with his house or mess with his people. And so today, if you're a child of God, I want you to know, you don't need a security guard. You've already got one looking over you. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, let me tell you something. God is going to lift up a standard against them. So you don't have to worry about your protection or your safety. Understand that God does not like it when people mess with his children. He does not like it when people begin to mess with his church. His church is too valuable. He died for this church. He bled for this church. So he doesn't want people messing around with the church of the living God. Understand today in our text that Jesus got angry because they were doing it. So Jesus is throwing tables all over the place. Can y'all even imagine? Now I can see me doing that, but not Jesus. But Jesus starts throwing him and he grabs a whip. And he starts chasing them like they're a bunch of yard animals. And the Bible said in verse 12, he flips over these money changers, these tables, and the seats of them that sold the doves. The only animal that is mentioned in this text is the dove. It is not your precious dog. I guess I have to say cats for you cat lovers out there. If you can tell I'm not one of them, Hallelujah. He didn't say anything about a donkey. He didn't say anything about a giraffe, zebra. He didn't say anything about any other animal. But he mentions one, and it is the dove. The dove is a meek and a mild animal. He is a picture of the Holy Spirit. So when you see the Spirit in the baptism of Jesus, they baptize him. Go ahead and start my time there, Chevy. I don't want to be too long this morning. And they go to baptize him. And when they baptize him, the Bible said that the spirit descended like a what? Like a dove. So the dove typifies or shows us an example of what the Holy Spirit is. My God have mercy. And I want to tell people, the Holy Spirit is gentle and mild. He's a gentleman. The Holy Spirit doesn't go around hurting people. That is why I train our Pentecostal churches if they want to do falling out, then they better make sure they're in the spirit because we don't catch them around here. We don't play that game. If they're in the spirit, the spirit will take care of them. Somebody ought to shout amen. Oh, God help me today. I'm on a roll. I feel it coming. Notice that the dove is the only thing in the temple, but this is the problem that I have with the text. And it is that the dove is caged so I can see this dove. He's just fluttering around all, all around thinking to himself, I cannot get loose in this old, dead, dried up, religious, Pharisee atmosphere. 
I mean, I want to get loose. I want to move. But it's so dead in here. It's so dry in here. It's so pharisaical in here. There's so much tradition and religiosity in the air that I just can't seem to get out. But wherever there is praise, it begins to rattle the cage that the Holy Spirit has been housed in. It doesn't matter what temple it's in. When praise is lifted up, all of a sudden there's a shaking going on on the cage. Understand with me that Lucifer was in heaven as, guess what he was according to Ezekiel 28. Sorry Brian, he was the praise and worship leader. Lucifer! That's who he was. And so he goes around, he's singing, the Bible says there's psalteries and there's harps and there's singing and there's music going on. And as you all know, Satan becomes an ex-employee due to non-performance. As a matter of fact, it gets to the place in his worship leading that he thinks to himself, I am more important than God is. And so it looks good. God's getting all this praise. Man, that sounds good. Woo. I wish they'd give me a little more praise. I wish they'd glorify me a little bit. I'm the one that's been doing the work behind the scenes. I'm the one that's been taking the time with the praise team. And all of a sudden, he exalts himself and says, I will be as God. And you know what happened, right? He gets thrown out of heaven, loses it all. God said, I am going to find a replacement for Lucifer. Guess who that replacement is? I am going to find me some earth worshipers. Watch this. What earth worshipers are going to do, their primary job is going to be this. I want them to bring heaven down to earth. Woo! Now I want to tell you something. That's exactly what happens. For God inhabits the praises of His people. So in other words, when we begin to lift Him up and we begin to exalt his name together. All of a sudden the worship that we are doing on earth. It brings heaven down into our midst. And things start happening. So when he finds a replacement for Lucifer. He says I'm going to show this universe that I can use next to nothing. I'm going to use those people. To replace the betrayer. That's right. Flesh and blood. Sinful people. People that say things they shouldn't say at times. People that give dirty looks at people because they don't like the way they're driving. Yeah, I'm going to use that group. I'm going to use that group that, yeah, sometimes their life is messed up. Sometimes their home is in shambles. Sometimes they're like a puzzle and everything's falling apart. And they have to pick it up. They have to work to make it work. I'm going to use that group of people. And so understand with me today. Guess what we became? We became Satan's replacement. You and I are the devil's replacement. Or I should say who we know at that time as Lucifer's replacement. Lucifer failed in his praise. So God put us here and said now 
Gerald, you are going to take that job. You're going to be over the worship team. You're going to be over the sanctuary praise. And you're going to do it all by yourself. But you're not going to be alone, really, because you're going to come together in a church like this. And you're going to have a body full of people. You're going to look different. You're going to act different. You're not going to think the same way. But there's one thing you're going to have in common. The universality of your praise to the God above. That's what you're going to do. Understand with me today. Hallelujah. This is why the enemy wants us to get that old Pharisee spirit. Has anybody ever been around somebody with a Pharisee spirit? Nobody don't know what I'm talking about. A Pharisee spirit is that person that that sticks their nose up in the air, kind of. Tries to stand a little taller than you do. A Pharisee spirit is that person that thinks they're better than you. It's that person that thinks they're more spiritual than you are. And they want to make sure that you know it. The Pharisee spirit is the spirit that goes on the street corner and begins to give God glory. Air quotes. Oh, God, I praise you. God, I fast all this time. I praise you more than anybody else. Oh, hallelujah. God, I... Scott looking at me over there. Yes, Lord, in the name of... That's a Pharisee spirit. And there's some people, that's the only reason they praise God is because they want people to think they're more spiritual than they really are. Woo! Don't everybody shout it once you ruin the message today. Listen to me. I'm telling you, some people, they cover their sins. They try to cover their sins with their praise. Now, now some of you in here, y'all are starting to praise, and now you're stopping to praise. I better change the subject. Y'all never everybody's going to think I'm a sinner if I say hallelujah. Come on now. The religious Pharisee spirit binds you. And God's going to find worship from somewhere. See, understand that if it started off with Lucifer and then it became us, God wanted us to understand something else. He said, should you ever get to a place that you don't want to praise me anymore? Should you get to a place that that you think you don't have to do it anymore? If you get to a place that maybe in your your slackness and your nonchalant spirit that you don't think I deserve it anymore, he said at that moment, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to replace you too. And this time it won't be with Lucifer. This time it will not be with another person. This time he said the rocks and the trees are going to begin to praise me. But I want to tell somebody like we used to see. There ain't no rock that's going to cry out for me. Because as long as there's breath in my body. I'm going to sing the praises of the Lord. So God's going to find a people that's going to praise him. God's going to find a church somewhere. That is going to praise him. They will praise him with the spirit of gratitude. They will praise him with the spirit of worship. They will praise him because they understand that they have a privilege and honor to be able to praise him. I'm telling you folks, listen. I know in America there's freedoms that are getting stripped left and right. And people that would like to do that to us. And and we rebuke that mess in Jesus' precious name. But I want to tell you something today. There is one thing that we still have. 
And we can say that it's, they tried to stifle it. They tried to shut it up and shut it down. But the fact of the matter is that we are in here today in a building gathered together. Worshiping the name of Jesus Christ. There is nobody stopping us. Now, to most of us, we don't think anything of that. But there are countries right now that can't do what we're doing. I, I know of missionaries that are in China, and they literally, every time they meet, they know that they're preaching at the risk that their head could be chopped off. I hate to be so blunt, but that's exactly what happens. See, Captain, that's the way that they take them out. It's a shame. It's scary. But those preachers still get up and they preach the gospel anyhow. And people gather in hidden places, Scott. And they worship God. They praise Him anyhow. Knowing that if they bust in on them, they're going to be killed. But they praise Him anyhow. What in the world is the excuse of the United States of America? When we come together, we don't even feel like we can praise Him. My God, we ought to want to praise Him. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen to me, folks. There's coming a day Jesus said that they would worship me in spirit and in truth. Now, when God begins to bless us and His Spirit begins to fill our lives, it should not fill us with arrogance and pride. As a matter of fact, it's to God be the glory for the good things that He has done. It should make us want to say, my God has been so good to me, I want to praise Him. We ought to go into the church and tell Brother Pharisee to move out the way. We ought to tell Sister Pharisee with that spirit to move out the way. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will pray this is the day that the Lord hath made. Let me rejoice and be glad in it. He set me free. He has blessed me with all things. Come on, somebody. Now, when you come into God's house, you... You don't have to have the perfect song. You don't even have to have a great voice. You don't even have to be a great preacher. Because the king is here. I, I want everybody to grab that. I don't care how bad the singing is. I don't even care. If a preacher falls flat on his face and trips over his words and can't half get way, uh, halfway get through the sermon like I couldn't halfway get through that sentence. The bottom line is, it's not about me anyhow. It's not about us anyhow. We've come to the house of God because the king is in the house and the king is worthy to be praised. And know this, God is everywhere. God is everywhere. There's nowhere that God is not at, a matter of fact. But it is where He chooses to manifest His presence. What does manifest mean? It means it's where God chooses to show it, to display it. Can I tell you something that I really believe? I believe there's coming a day. When people, and I've said this for years, and I believe that we are in a trend that it is starting to happen. I really believe that with all of my spirit. But I believe there's coming a day. When these preachers that pat you on the head and pat you on the back and never tell you about sin and never call it out and never preach the word of God to you, I believe people are fixing to leave their churches by droves. I really believe it's coming. I believe it's coming. Because I want to tell you, there's a group of people that are really longing for what thus saith the Lord. And I want you to know something. 
These dead and dry churches, people are going to get sick of it and they are going to leave them by the droves. And what they are going to look for is not just another church with another program, but they are going to look for a church that the dove has been released and that the power of the Holy Spirit is being manifested among the body of Christ. That's what's going to happen. I believe it just as sure as I'm standing here. That that is exactly what God is getting ready to do. Now I want you to know. There's a lot of churches today. All over the United States of America. There's different denominations. We all worship different. We do things different. At the end of the day the most important thing. Is that this right here is being preached. And so at that point. Denomination barriers should fall down because when the word is being preached, life is happening in that church. All right? So I don't care where you come from denomination, non denomination, independent, I could care less. I want to know that the word is being preached. But I want you to know, today across the United States of America, there are a lot of dead, dried up churches. And, but God is there. Watch this. God is there in the church, right? It's His church. And they're dead and they're dry. And they, they've decided that they just, they've lost their worship. They've lost their ambition. I mean, maybe at one point the church was doing good. And then all of a sudden a battle hit. And the pastor left. And a, and a music leader left. And, a, and this one and that one left. And the church was in shambles and they've never recovered. But there's good people there. And there's people that still come to the altar every Sunday and they're praying, God bless this little church. I am saying to you today that God is still there, my friend. And then there's other churches where the power of the Holy Ghost is moving. I mean, fire everywhere, man. God's blessing. Everything's going great. See, I'm figuring out from our text what the problem is. It is not that God is not in, their, in, our, in either of our houses. It's just in one house, the dove is in a cage. In the other house, the dove has been released. Watch this. Now, 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 now last week, we still got some mustard seeds back there. If you're on your way out, I think there's a couple bags. You might want to grab one. I gave them out last week, right? I should have bought a dove for every kid and sent it home with you parents today. That would have been the best Sunday ever. Here's your dove. Oh, God, no cage included. Listen, one is caged while the other has been released. That is what makes all of the difference in the world. Oh, my God, have mercy. Now, I don't know about you, but God is looking for this church that will release the dove. I'm about to preach it and will manifest his presence. He comes when we praise him. Just ask Paul and Silas. He broke through their jail cell. Just ask Daniel. He made him sleep on lions. Just ask David in the middle of a valley with a tall giant called Goliath. He ended up killing him with his own sword. Just ask the three Hebrew boys. When you begin to praise him, the fire can't even burn you. You don't even smell like you've been in a battle because the Spirit of God shows up when you praise him. Woo! Somebody give God praise in this house right now. Give him a hand clap. 
Let me hurry. So if the enemy has bound you today, you can get out of the cage that he has bound you in. And you can do it through praise. Because regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're dealing with, if you can just simply give him a little praise, even if it's a little bit and just a little bit only, the dove is going to get loose. And when the dove gets loose, the Holy Ghost is going to deal with that issue that you've been worried about. You ain't going to have to worry about it anymore. Because when the dove gets out, things are going to start happening in the supernatural that you didn't even dream possible. The dove has got to be released again in the temple. You're going to get the dove. The dove that the Bible said breaks the yoke of bondage. It is the anointing that destroys the yoke. It is the anointing, the only thing that can heal our bodies. It is the anointing, the only thing that can mend marriages and put them back together. It's the anointing that can get us out of situations that we don't think we can find a way out. The only one who brings this anointing is the dove. But there's a problem Because if you don't have any praise going on, the dove is simply caged up. And there is no substitute for the anointing of God. We can try to fake it until we make it. But when the dove gets out, everything begins to change. When the dove gets loose in the room, it's as if his feathers, you begin to feel the wind that is flapping from his wings. Because the anointing, it just feels different in the place when the dove gets out. Woo, hallelujah. So later Jesus goes on in our text and he declares his house is not a house of selling stuff or any other thing. It's a house of prayer. It's a house of praise. And all of a sudden, he knocks over the tables. He knocks over the little cute cage that the doves been in. And one by one, doves start soaring all over the place. Can y'all even picture this? I mean, this isn't just one dove. This is doves. This guy has come to make some money today. And one dove for half a shekel or whatever he's selling them for. And please don't quote me on that because I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just know it's in the Bible. It's a money term. I just know that. All right. We're selling our birds for a shekel apiece. All right. It's like a day's worth of labor. I do know that. But there's doves everywhere. And so all of a sudden, Jesus releases them. And now in this temple, I can see the doves flapping. There's probably feathers flying everywhere. And the Bible said in all this commotion, in all of this commotion, that the blind and the lame came into the temple. And when they get into the temple, they're looking around. My goodness, what's going on in here? Look at the doves. They've been released. They're flying all around. And see, understand, this is the same old temple where they had not seen any miracles. It didn't mean God wasn't in there. It's his house. They had just caged them up for so long. 
There's no miracles going on. There's no salvations going on. All they've ever heard is an old Pharisee getting up in the pulpit. Tell them, well, the law of Moses says you cannot wear that t-shirt because it has too much cotton in it. I mean, is, is that a pimple on your hand? Unclean! This is all they never heard. And all of a sudden, Jesus wrecked their little religious world when he walked in there and said, things are about to change. You had functioned and you had operated off of a law that is obsolete now. You don't even recognize who I am. I am grace made over again. And there's an anointing coming. And this church will never be the same. This temple will never be the same. When the dove starts flying, things start changing. So God decided something. Now I'm in this atmosphere where I can manifest myself. I can show up and I can show out. And here comes a blind man running by one of these little Pharisees. Oh, hey, 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 Fred. I love calling people names in the Bible that aren't even Bible names. I love it. Hey, Fred, is that you, Fred? Yeah, that's me. How, how, how are you running around? You, you, you've been blind all these years. I remember your mama. Yeah, I mean, you were born this way. You, 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 you ain't supposed to be doing this. What, what, what's that? That, 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 that man, that, where's he at? He's already gone. He's already left. He doesn't want the glory. Oftentimes he's telling people, just go glorify God. Don't say anything. Just keep it between us. It's just between you and Jesus. You just, you just go give God the glory. It's God. You just go on. He didn't even seek glory. He didn't seek a name. He didn't seek anything for himself. But all of a sudden, Fred is running around that used to be blind. And they're saying, who in the world did this to you? Well, what's that guy? What's his name? I don't know his name. He didn't tell me his name. I really... The religious spirit in them was rising up because they said, who does he think he is? Does he think that he's God? That he can heal on the Sabbath day? Who in the world does this man think that he is? The blind man, he didn't care about, see when the spirit moves, religiosity falls to the side and you don't care about your little religion anymore. All you care about is the spirit because the spirit of God trumps religion. I wish somebody would shout amen in this house. And the blind man said, I don't know his name. I don't know where he came from. I can't tell you anything. But there's one thing I can tell you. I used to be blind. I know that. But now, now I and then all of a sudden we've got another guy that's lame and he's walking and he's leaping and he's praising God is that Tommy? sure it's Tommy Tommy's got the same message I don't know who did it and all the while the scene looks the same it's chaotic people are getting miracles and the doves are just flapping all over the place Woo! The doves have been released, and the dove brings the anointing. If you need a miracle from God today, then learn how to set the dove free through your praise. 
and somebody says, well, Pastor, I've tried the praise, really. Had you, your little half-hearted praise to Jesus. Ain't getting it done, honey. Amen. I mean, sure, if there's a cage, maybe it's like, that was all we got. Sometimes you got to get loud. Sometimes you got to rattle that cage. Sometimes you got to pray a little harder until you ring the prayer bells of heaven. Sometimes you got to fast a little bit. Sometimes you got to seek God's face. Sometimes you got to hold on to faith, even when you don't feel like holding on to faith. But if you just hold on a little while longer, the dove's cage is being shaken. And I need to tell somebody that when the dove gets out, the anointing happens. Come on, come on, I'm closing. Come on, come on, I'm closing. I'm closing. 2 Corinthians 3.17 Oh God have mercy Loose me Lord Loose me Have your way in me I'm going to praise you I'm going to live for you I'm going to believe in you You died for me You rose again You took away my sin You've given me brand new chances I mean I've made mistakes But you're a God of a second chance So I'm just going to give you the praise I'm going to give you the glory Now fill me with your Holy Spirit. Set the dove free inside of my temple. For I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. He's been bound way too long. Now the Lord is the Spirit. I want you to grab it. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's no cages. There's no captivity. There's no chains. Because when the Spirit shows up, chains are broken. When the Spirit shows up, fetters are falling off. When the Spirit shows up, the puzzle gets put back together and it makes better sense now. When the Spirit shows up, marriages get restored. Relationships that are broken because of envy and strife and jealousy, they are mended in Jesus' name. When the Spirit shows up, the cage is open. The dove is set free because in the house that God is manifesting Himself, there is nothing but liberty. Woo! Let's all stand. I got to close today. I, I want to leave you. You know, I was talking about. You know, God, I told you guys, God's been doing some miracles around here. Well, God's been doing some miracles, right? All kinds of miracles. And I don't know if y'all saw Callie and Kyle's post yesterday on Facebook. I don't know if anybody saw that. I already knew it. I have problems sometimes holding things in. I mean, you know what I mean? Sometimes, they just certain things. I mean, you want to tell me something confidence, whatever. I'm all good. I, I can hold it in. I understand there's some private matters, and I, I hold them in. Don't think I run around gossiping on you and talking about you when you talk to me about something that's not who I am. But when you give me good news and tell me to keep quiet, that's wrong. The dove got loose in their life. They had been in a cave. I came to this church and we prayed with them and we sought God with them. We fasted for them. We believed together. 
that there was coming a day all they wanted was a child that's it and you read in the Bible Hannah said I have prayed for this child you blessed me with this child you can read all in the Bible barren wounds where God opened up the womb read about it it's powerful stories but that couple was told medically it was impossible it would not happen I'm telling you the odds were stacked against them but we got on that hundred days of glory and she just reported the other day I don't even know how many weeks we're at, but I loved your post, Callie, because you talked about how there's times that you you feel like, you know, you question God, don't we all? And you go to the doctor, and I read it, and I can't quote it perfect, but pretty much in a lump, in an eggshell, this is what she said. It's pretty much when I go to the doctor and I'm expecting bad news or I'm expecting a bad report, and every time I go to them, all they tell me is good news. Let me tell you something folks today. They're having a baby and I give God glory for it. It was impossible. But they prayed until the dove was released from the cage. And we believe there's a miracle baby growing inside of her right now in the name of Jesus that is going to do great things for the kingdom of God. Somebody ought to give the dove some praise. I, I, I got to quit. I got to quit. I, I've preached long enough today. I really have. And quite frankly, I'm tired. I'm not going to lie to you. Right now, in Jesus' name, I'm telling somebody, you have kept the little dove caged up inside of you. Some of you have housed your praise because you want to be discreet. You're wondering why, 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 why am I going through it? Why am I dealing with it? I feel like the Spirit sent me to tell you today, rattle the cage a little bit Miracles still happen. God's still alive and well. He is more alive today than He's ever been before. And I am telling somebody today that the dove is in this house. And if I could say there was a cage right there, I would kick it right now because we don't allow doves to be caged up in Gap Hill Church of God. No, 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 no. We want the bird to be fluttering all over the place because we want miracles to happen. We want breakthrough. We want to see great things. Hallelujah. All right, guys. I'm closing. I am closing. He's about to sing. Listen, if you need something today, I'm not going to push you. I'm not going to pry you. But we've got time. If you want to come to the altar and spend a few minutes with Jesus, feel free to do that while he sings this song. Come rattle the cage a little bit. Or a matter of fact, if the dove's been released and you just need to give God some praise for what he's already done, you ought to do that too. Sing, brother. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Heavenly Dove. Oh, stay right here with us. I praise you, Jesus. Lord, filling us with your love. I praise you, Jesus. Let the dove loose. Bring the anointing on situations. Bring the anointing on situations in this house in Jesus. Without a doubt, we know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly love, sweet heavenly love, would oh, stay right here with us.
Lord, filling with us with your love. For these blessings. And for these blessings, we lift our hearts in praise. Without a doubt, we'll know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. 